Welcome back to another episode of Clash at Roundtable with me, host Ro. And before we go ahead and get into, you know, the NFL picks or talk about last weekend in college, let's talk about some baseball. <laughs> Good old baseball. So, recently, you know, wildcard week has been kicked off. Is the is the quote unquote for our baseball fans to win a classic. So you had the Rangers go against the Rays, which was a clean sweep. By the way, all the wild card series was a clean sweep. The other teams did not even much wasn't even much able to put up the points. Which it's kinda sad. You like and this is just for me. If I'm it's one thing to say, hey, I made the postseason and stuff like that. But at the same time, to get swept in the wild card round, yeah, just like like my Yankees, I'd rather stay home. You know, that's just me. Um, so first up, you had the Rays versus Rangers, which, like I said, the Rangers advance. They'll be playing the Orioles, which in that series, I'm gonna have to go with the Orioles on that one. I do think that the Rangers they had a solid season, but Overall, I'm going to go with the Orioles because the Orioles has had, which is very much a shocker. I think this is a shocker to everyone outside the Orioles fan base and probably inside the Orioles fan base as well. Shock that they went from last to first, you know, but I'm going to go with them based off what they have, the body of work they did this season. Um, You had the Twins advancing as well, and they're going against the Astros. I like the Astros pitching, so that will – I feel like it, this series, the Twins versus Astros, will be a close series, but I'm going to give the edge to the Astros based off of the Astros pitching, and that's just me. If you are a Twins fan, bite me because I don't like the Twins or the Astros. I really do not like the Astros. That's just – yeah, y'all know if you're a Yankee fan, you already know why. You know, you already know why I don't like the Astros, but they do have a solid pitching core, so I would see them advancing and going against the Orioles. Um, in the L in LDS, you have the Phillies. Like I said, all wild card games were swept, was clean sweeps. They played the Marlins, they swept them, and they're playing the Braves now. Hear me out. I feel as though that the Braves has a good, good chance of winning it all. That's just that's just my opinion. I do feel like they have the team far as pitching, far as hitting, everything across the board that you need to win. They have it. They really do have it. I do feel that they will beat the Phillies, even though something has happened. Something is happening with the Phillies, but I, I just think Atlanta's just too hot right now. You know, um, the next matchup you have the Brewers versus Diamondbacks. Like I said, and I'm gonna have to repeat this again, <laughs> yet again, another clean sweep in the wild card. So you have the Diamondbacks going against. Uh, the Dodgers in the second round. 
Um, with this, a lot of people, I, I don't think this will be close at all. I think the Dodgers will probably won't get tested until they play the Braves. And, you know, I feel like <laughs> from the Braves, between the Braves and Dodgers, they can ultimately win the whole, you know, the whole thing. There is a good chance, you know, both teams are really stacked. I mean, Dodgers, they brought their <laughs> team, whereas the Braves, which I like, they built their team. So, um, I would, like I said, you know, in that Diamondback series, I do think the Dodgers will ultimately advance and then go on to face the Braves. Um, I'm going to call the Orioles versus Astro game. I'm going to give it to the Astros, even though I hate to see them in the finals, but in the championship round as well, well, whatever you want to call it, um, just simply off their pitching, um, I don't, I'll give the Orioles probably one, maybe two games, but ultimately the Astros will advance, um, with the Braves and Dodgers, I think that's going to be a dog fight, and like I said, I feel like the Braves has the team to actually win it all. So I will say that they will advance and play the Astros and ultimately beat the Astros. That's just my picks for this postseason. If it's <laughs> remained, if it's falls how I said it will fall, hey, if it doesn't, yeah, I took a crack at it, you know, but ultimately I do feel like this baseball season, it's it's a little weird, especially for me being a Yankee fan, not seeing the Yankees in it. I'm a little bit, well, not a little bit. I'm extremely disappointed. I was trying to be modest. Like, yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed, but nah, I'm extremely disappointed. Um, Let's talk about these, <laughs> the piece that I said that was going to fall, that you, if you're a 76er fan or 76ers, you do not want this team to have them. Last week, I said, if I'm the 76ers, I do not want Miami or Boston getting Drew Holiday. Well, 76ers fans, I warned you. I told you. Guess what happened? Boston went out got Drew Holiday. <laughs> so, um, and it's also rumored that their the haul that they got from Boston was nothing but Williams and Malcolm Bagley. I don't know if I'm saying Malcolm's last name right. Don't shoot me. Hey. You know. Um but it's rumored that saying that they might trade Malcolm Bagley, might not you know, season is is still not here yet, but at the same time, if we look at the schedule in general, preseason is about to start. Preseason actually starts on this Thursday, and that matchup will be will feature Dallas versus Minnesota on NBA TV. Those who has NBA TV will be treated to that. Um, also, you know. Me personally, when you look at Malcolm, 
it's about his health. Um, same thing with Williams as well. It's about his health as well because I do feel like Williams can be a dominant player. <laughs> Unlike DeAndre Hayden, but, you know, some say I'm hating on the man because I feel like when he said the thing, he said, hey, my name is Dominate Aiton. Yeah, the Joker legits owns you, my guy. So, like, you probably own other people in the league, but the Joker owns you. Just saying, and the Joker's not really all that athletic. Um, also, you know, as far as the weekend matchups goes, if you're trying to see what your team is going to look like or get a feel for some of the, some of the stars, like I said, matchup that's going to play out this Thursday will be Dallas versus Minnesota. Then Friday, no games. Saturday, you have a couple games where you have Minnesota versus Dallas. Los Angeles versus Golden State. Um, dang, that's crazy. And I know I'm kind of like, you know, reading off the games, but how the fuck hell you want me to pay? Well, oh, that's because the game is in Dubai. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, like, damn, how the fuck a preseason game ticket is $116? Huh? But, you know, <laughs> that game is not here in the United States. Um, then you also have Chicago. On Sunday, you have Chicago versus Milwaukee, Phoenix versus Detroit, Philly versus Boston. That's going to be on ESPN. Um, a lot of these games are going to be on NBA TV or, you know, their local streaming networks for that particular team. Um, you have Indiana versus Minnesota. Memphis, I meant, my bad, excuse me. Uh, Sacramento versus Toronto. Utah versus L.A. Um... Honestly, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not going to check out none of the preseason games too funny. If I do, it might be, you know, uh, let me go see what's what's popping over here. Um, not only that, but let, let's, let's slow things down real quick because I could have and should have started this podcast off with what the fuck is wrong with Jimmy Butler, a.k.a. Emo Jimmy. Now, <laughs> a lot of people say, like, hey, he was trolling people, but the statement that he made, which I've thought it was clever, was like, hey, I don't troll people. They just see what I do and like. Now, this is the same guy that last year wore dreads in his head, you know, got got the weave put in his head. So I'm like, okay, this this. Jim, like, hey, if Jimmy's producing, what can you say? I'm just going to be honest. What can you say? And then <laughs> the emo picture. And Bam on a Bayou was like, yo, it's the lip rings for me. Like, yo, it's the lip rings. Like, why? <laughs> like, why? And a lot of people had their laughs. Stephen A., he had his laughs on it. Um... I even had some laughs on it because I was like, yo, this, this is, this can't be real, you know, and not only that it can't be real, but it's like, Jimmy, what are you doing here? <laughs> what, what are you doing, my guy? Like, but at the same time, hey, long as he produces on the court, I, I think Miami fans and Jimmy Butler fans, period, 
we'll say, hey, it's just Jimmy being Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> he he's he's gonna do what he's gonna do. Um, I do think that he did speak on at media day on <laughs> the Damon Little thing. Um, well, trade. I want to say thing, but Damon Little trade. You could tell that he was a little bit salty. That yeah, nah, he wanted Damien there, but he did make a good point that the new head coach for Milwaukee, he's walking into a real good situation where you have Giannis, you have Mil- a healthy Milton, you have Brook Lopez. Even though people don't want to give Brook Lopez their credit, I am going to give Brook Lopez his credit. And then you have Dame Dollar himself. Now, if that head coach can put everything together. It could be a championship team. Not going to flex. But, you know, it's, to me it's debatable. It is very debatable, you know, because when you give up that defensive presence that Drew Holiday was um, and you give up your other pieces on the bench that comes off, that's coming off your bench that is has valuable minute time, well, minutes, <laughs> you give that defensive presence up. Uh, I'm kind of a little bit, eh, eh. but you know, Giannis also spoke at, uh, media day. He was like, Hey, him and Dane needs to get together, see, get into the film room and stuff like that. Um, I think they should be solid because Giannis knows that time is ticking for him, you know, and, and that's the truth be told. Tom is ticking for him because Dame is not no young player. He's 33, 34 years old. So it's Dame time is literally ticking out. So it's like if he wants that championship, him and Giannis, it's time to go ahead and go get it. Um, another thing that came out of media today for, for us that was noteworthy, uh, Anthony Davis soft tissue ass, um, said, Hey, I'm striving to play 82 games. This season. Now, I when I heard it and looked at it, I laughed. I laughed some more. Because I'm like, hmm. So, your fragile self is going to play or going to try to play the whole season. Every game in the season. Without no break. I have to see that. I would really have to see that because I do not believe it. The last, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I was going to say since he'd been with the Lakers, I don't think he had a complete or uh, complete season with them. But then if you go back to the Pelican, his Pelican days, I don't really think his last, his tenure, his tenure towards that, the end of his tenure there, he played all 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 the games and stuff like that. Um now let's go ahead and get into women's basketball real quick briefly. Um right now we have the New York Liberties, late Liberties, and the Las Vegas Aces. They advance to the championship round. Which me personally I didn't I know I'm not finna be like, hey, if you're living on a rock you know, because I've been paying attention to women's basketball. Um, honestly, if you thought that these two teams was not going to meet in the finals, something was terribly wrong with you. 
this is what I expected to happen. Um, the game one tips off. New York will be going to Las Vegas October 8th on ABC at 3 o'clock, which for my football fans, I don't think that's people are going to tune in to watch that too funny just because it's right in the middle of football, a football day. Uh, honestly, me personally, I want it. So it's not saying that I'm not going to watch it, but I'm going to put it like this. For me to watch it, I will legit have to split screens. I might just have, matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to do it like this. I probably just have to set my stuff up where I have my laptop or, you know, tablet controlling that, that particular game, um, to watch that. Um, but there's no, I'm be honest, there's no pro- promise because <laughs> I, I do tend to just strictly watch football on a Sunday. Um, but the game two matchup, for those who do miss game one matchup, is Wednesday, October 11th um, on ESPN. You know, so, which, I'm going to be honest with you. This this is why I don't understand. You have their game one matchup, and I get it. It's the WNBA. Most people don't like the WNBA. But you kind of got to be realistic. Nowadays, women's basketball is catching more heat than it previous was because back then a lot of people probably didn't really talk about their bas- basketball period when it came down to women's sports. So, like, I do feel like the momentum is there. It's just, like, you have to put it – the timing, the timing, the timing. And the reason why I say the timing, because if you look at game one matchup, it's 3 p.m., right? Unless all game ones, well, not game ones, but unless the first half of football, every game is a blowout, that's the only way people are going to watch that particular game. You know, and then you have to look at it. The four o'clock games are going to come start coming on and stuff like that. So like that, that stuff like that, you really don't have a chance to be like, Hey, Here's this game. We want it to see. You can't do that on a Sunday. Now, had they did it on, let's just say this Friday, perfect spot. Perfect spot. And the reason why I say it's a perfect spot is guess what? Only thing that's happening is high school football. So if your high school team is not a matchup that you want to see or they have a bye week or whatever the case may be, perfect. 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 Because guess what? Saturday is ruled by college, so that will not work. Sunday is going to be ruled by the NFL. That's not going to work. So you have to probably put it on a Friday or a Tuesday in order for it to work. Now, the game two matchup, being that it's on a Wednesday, there's really nothing going on on a Wednesday. So, therefore, a perfect slot. Now, here's the crazy thing. So game one tickets is going as low as $287. Game two ticket is going low as $21. So, and I'll be real to you. If I was in Las Vegas right now, 
I will definitely go to game two because guess what? It is cheap. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and get into the NFL that was last week. Um, honestly, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm disappointed, and a lot. And I'm I'm gonna say this before I say that. <sighs> Boss usually calls me, you know, quote unquote, a little bit biased. Sometimes I could be a little bit biased, depending on, you know, how I feel about that. Um, but I will say this: when it comes down to that Seahawks game this past Monday, uh I get a lot of people like, "Yeah," and and I've in part of the Seahawks community um, page and stuff like that, and you know, I do watch a lot of, you know. YouTube stuff that deals with Seattle. And one thing that really stuck out to me and, and why I'm bringing it to the forefront on this was like, I've really looked at it where a lot of them was like, yeah, we was dominant. Okay. But like I was saying, man, you know, when it comes down to that game, like for me, I don't feel like we was dominant. Like, I thought we should have been. And I get that. It was like, ah, oh, the Giants are not a really good team. Woo, 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 woo. This is what it is. Da, da, da. I mean, defense, they, oh my God, defense played extremely well, only giving up three points. Um, Daniel Jones was the leading rusher. I think he had over like 60, 60 yards. Um, their running back only had 39, I believe. So, you know, nonetheless, that was good. With 11 sacks, uh, tied franchise record, um, set a record for the most sacks on Monday Night Football. Extremely well. Offense, we looked it slow. We looked, it, looked sluggish. Like, it just didn't, to me, it just did not look right as a dominant performance. Um, and I get it. Here's my thing, I know, and I'm going to say this when it comes down to it, when it all boils down to it. If you look at it, yeah, the same case can be said for the Seahawks where, oh, yeah, we are injured as well because we playing a bunch of different backup pieces on our offensive line. It's a makeshift line right now. Um, Not only that, you know, we do have – injuries in other places as well so I'm not going to be like oh well let's cut the Giants any slack because they was injured as well so I'm not I'm not going to be like yeah yeah this is what it is no um it was sloppy play from Seattle it was just a sloppy game overall but it was just sloppy offensively from us and then lo and behold I'm like yeah Jamal Adams back he's He's getting ready to have a good game. And I think he lasted four or five plays. Oh, concussion protocol. Now, this is the funny thing about that. So, rightfully so, the man is frustrated. And he's frustrated because, look, man, I just had, you know, the situation with my leg last season. Was out the whole season. I was contemplating retiring. 
I didn't. I'm back. And all just to get a concussion. NFL is trying, is thinking about disciplining him or finding him, whatever, whatever words you want to look for, you know, because of his outburst that he had with not the team doctor, the other doctor that is also there for both teams. Now, I'm not trying to be biased here by any means necessary. You know, but I don't think if you're saying, hey, this player has a concussion, I don't think you should find him or do anything to him because guess what? That is just stupid. I mean that is stupid for the NFL to do that. It's stupid. Also in the NFL, you have the Bills versus (laughs) Miami last week. And... A lot of people, including myself, I and I'll say this, I thought it was going to be a closer game than what it was. Honestly, they blew them out. Um, it was an injury with Tremaine, I think. I believe it was. But their starting cornerback messed up his Achilles in that game. The Bills are banged up defensively. Like, they was going through their cornerbacks like it wasn't nothing. Um, however, like I said, I thought it was going to be a closer game. I thought it was going to come down to who has the ball last. Well, as we all know, that was not the fucking case because guess what happened? The Bills beat the living dog, well, not dog shit, dolphin shit out of the Miami Dolphins. Now, I will say this. If you're a team, if any team that you want to play, that's playing, well, not want to play, but that is playing, quote unquote, Miami, you need to take the Bills blueprint. Now, I get it. A lot of these teams cannot take the Bills blueprint because they do not have the players or skill sets that the Bills had. If you're one of those teams that has that, you know, jam these goddamn fast, wide, get hands on these. Wide receivers. Get hands on them. Why? Because they're fast. You have to slow them down. You have to. And that's ultimately what won the Bills that that game. Offensively, they was clicking. But defensively, they they slowed up that goddamn Dolphins team. That's just me personally. They slowed them up. Um, also, <laughs> I'm kind of an... I don't know if I should say this or not because, you know, speaking against this person, well, I'm just going to say it. Speaking against this person, it's not really what you want to do. They're very, like, their fan base is ridiculous. So, but I kind of getting tired of seeing where, and I get it, sometimes they do this and, you know, it adds, I want to say it really adds, but it does, like, oh, such such that game. It's kind of getting ridiculous because every time you turn on a Kansas City Chiefs game, they're looking for her. And it's like, yeah, let's just enjoy the fucking game. We know that she's here, probably so. We know that she's dating Travis Kelsey. Don't nobody care. 
We just want to watch some football. Now, I would say this. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is eating off of this. And the reason why I say that, because if you look at his jersey sales, it went up extremely. Like, <laughs> that thing was just like, whoop. There we go. Um, and some other stuff did happen for him. So, like, he's winning all this. So, like, hats off to him, you know. Um, that's about it as far as last week's goes. Um, when we look at college, I'm going to say this and mark my words on this. Colorado should have won that game against USC. If you look at the first half, compared it to the second half, totally different game. Totally different game. If Colorado played like they played in the second half, we wouldn't be talking about USC. And I've said this at the beginning of the year when college football kicked off. USC, I do not trust. Yeah, you got Caleb Williams. Yeah, you got these nice offensive pieces. But that defense, that defense, that fucking defense is going to stop them from winning a championship. I don't care if you have Caleb Williams or not. That defense is going to stop you from winning a championship. That defense is not a championship defense. Hell, I'm going to be real with you. Alabama, on a good day, can... Their their defense will be able to slow up or slow down that USC offense, and they will that USC defense will make Alabama offense look like a top ten offense. They will make Georgia a top ten offense. They will make LSU a top 10 offense. I might be stretching going on the limits saying that, hell, (laughs) they will make Florida a top 10 offense. That's how bad that defense is. And it's all being, and and me personally, this is all respect towards, you know, those respective schools that I just called out. All respect, but like, let's be for real. That defense is tr- <laughs> it's hideous. It's very fucking hideous. It's tr- it's <laughs> it's so bad that you're telling me Caleb Williams put this team up and y'all defense couldn't stop those guys. Come on. I, I, I've said it, said it earlier, and I'll say it again. If you're looking for that defense to make stops when they need to make stops, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Let that team get into a shootout. Matter of fact, they was in a shootout. They was in a shootout. The second half. And we've seen what happened. Let's take a game that arguably, and I get USC, Colorado, that was 
could be considered a game of the week. But my game of the week for last week was LSU versus Ole Miss. And I will take this. Let LSU or Ole Miss play that type of team to play USC. You think that LSU or Ole Miss is not going to run that score up? Just saying. Look at it. We're in week six. How do you not have that shit fixed on your defense, especially if you're trying to to make a run at the playoffs? Make it make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. Um, this week's game. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into it. You got Alabama versus Texas A&M. Of course. Of course. We're going to beat the dog shit out of Texas A&M. Going with Alabama. The game that I feel like is going to be the game of the week. We have two schools that is coming to the SEC. If I'm not mistaken, it will be next year that they'll be in the SEC. Or it might be the year after that. But I want to say it's going to be next year. You got Oklahoma versus Texas. Both teams are 5-0. and Both teams are 2-0 and in conference play. The Red River rivalry is about to get real, real interesting. <laughs> With that, I'm going to go with Texas. I do feel like Texas has been playing a tad bit better ball than Oklahoma. But do not sleep. Do not sleep. If Texas walking this game sleeping, Oklahoma's going to get up on them, and they're going and they ain't going to let off. Uh, both teams, I both teams are, I want to say, heavy heavy on the offense, but. Oklahoma, they do do their shit on offense, but I do expect Texas to turn up, turn it up on defense and slow down that fast-paced offense. Oklahoma, I don't really like your defense. I do think your defense is like a USC-type defense, so therefore, that's why I'm going with Texas. Maryland versus Ohio State, both, uh, both teams are undefeated in this one. And especially in conference play, but I'm going with Ohio State on this one. LSU versus Missouri. I'm going to go with LSU on this one. Even though Missouri is 5-0, I don't really take Missouri seriously when it comes down to football. Washington State versus USC, UCLA. I'm going to go with mm, here with the upset with USC, UCLA. I'm going with the upset over Washington State. Virginia Tech versus Florida State. I'm also going to go with another upset. Mark my words. Virginia Tech is going to beat Florida State on this one. If it don't, I'm sorry. (laughs) Syracuse versus North Carolina. I have North Carolina walking the dogs on Syracuse. Kentucky versus Georgia. This is very interesting because (sighs) Georgia, Georgia. Has been very, very, it's been very, very not so good as as of late. And I'm not talking about like, oh, well, they've been bad or stuff like that. They can win games because they're 5-0. 2-0 in conference play. Kentucky's 5-0 and they're 2-0 in conference play as well. But here's where I say this. Last week, week before that, I've also been saying this. 
Georgia has not been looking like Georgia. To me, they have not dominated the way that teams are. People are accustomed to seeing them dominate the last two seasons in college football. You would be like, oh, Georgia is a clear-cut favorite to just above everything. They're clear-cut. No no excuses, no nothing. They're clear-cut. Yeah, I'm not thinking so. I I don't feel that. You know, I I feel like it's a game that's going to come up. I don't know if it's going to be this Kentucky game or it's going to be a Florida game. But mark my words, they're going to catch Georgia slipping. Georgia is really just surviving. And if they don't turn it around... It's not going to look good for them. But I do have Georgia going over in this game. Not by much, though. Michigan versus Minnesota. I have to go with Michigan on this one. Notre Dame versus Louisville. I'm going to go with Notre Dame. Um, I don't really trust Louisville. Arkansas versus Ole Miss. I got Ole Miss. Matter of fact, you know what? I'm going to go with another upset. Ole Miss is riding that high. I'm going with Arkansas to upset them. Georgia Tech versus Miami. I'm going with Miami. Fresno State versus Wyoming. Going with Fresno, I mean, not, yeah, Fresno State. Oregon State versus California. I'm going with Oregon State. Arizona versus UC. Um, I'm going to go with another upset. I'm going with Arizona. Um, that's my college picks. I want to say Colorado, well, and let, let's go to Colorado real quick because they're in action. Even though they fell out in the top 25, and I and I will say this, I don't go and cover everything college-wise, you know, but I will say this because um, I mainly do the whole top 25. With Colorado out of the top 25, you know, you kind of just got to go to their games. But um, they go against Arizona State. I do feel like they, with that tough loss, last two losses, really, you know, they got beat down 42-6. to six, And then you really just a touchdown away from winning, winning that game, you know, against UC. I'm going to go with Colorado against Arizona State. I, I feel like. Colorado is going to put together a complete game. Right now, they're 0-2 in their division. I, I see them putting together a complete game finally. Um, let's go ahead and get into some Sunday football. <laughs> and I mean, why wouldn't you want to get into this? So, first game on the docket for this Thursday night, which is arguably forgettable in a sense. You have the Chicago Bears versus the Washington Commanders. But I think they really need to change their fucking the Commanders really need to change their name. But I'm gonna go with the Commanders. Um don't really like Sam Howe like that because the nigga almost cost me a win, only putting a fucking zero point four points. Had to go with him. Had to go with him. And the only reason why I went with him was because Joe was 
uh, Joe was iffy. Hell, he's been iffy all goddamn season long. He was iffy. You know, but nonetheless, I'm going with the Commanders. You got the Giants versus Dolphins. I expect the Dolphins to bounce back, and that's going to be a real blowout. You know, Dolphins got to – and I and I will say this. The Giants, they do have a good defense. But – and well, I want to say good as in like, ah, they're top 10, top 15. They're more like top 20. Um, But nonetheless, I do like the front, the front seven. If that defense stays on the field a little bit too too long, be be prepared for a massacre. Be prepared for a massacre. Uh, Eagles versus Rams. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Um, Jags versus Bills. In London, I'm going to go with the Bills on that one. Even though the Jags has been in London since last week when they played against Atlanta. So that might give the Jags an edge. On that one, I'm just saying because they they're not traveling to different times to a different time zone. They was they bodyers are used to that time zone and all that. If I'm a head coach, I'll I'll keep my players over there just because of that reason. Um, matter of fact, I'm changing my pick. I'm going with the Jags with the upset just because of those reasons that is it like people don't understand. It's the minor things that you know. Get you those wins and stuff like that. Shifting time zones and stuff like that. It people don't realize that does messes your body up, you know. And being on that flight from the U.S. all the way to there. Now I will say this: if the Bills head coach or organization was smart, hey, as soon as we beat the as soon as we beat Dolphins, yeah, went on your little, you know, Monday victory. Tuesday, hey, we hop in a flight. We're going over to London, you know, get y'all bodies acclimated to this um, time zone and stuff like that. That way we ain't got to worry about nothing. You know, that's how I would do it, but I don't know if they did that or not. That's the only reason why I'm going with the Jags on this one. Uh, Texas versus Falcons. <laughs> I'm going with the Texans. I'm going with the Texans. I like what CJ's doing. I see, I see what CJ's doing. I don't trust Desmond Riddle. And if you if you trust Desmond Riddle, something's wrong with you. And I get that Falcons fans are saying, "Well, hey, this look what Jalen did. You know, he wasn't all that. Riddle could be the same way." And I'm not I'm not gonna sit there and say, "Hey, well, they're wrong." And I'm not gonna sit there and say, "Hey, they're right," because at the same time. Sometimes it does not work out like that. Depends on how much that comes down to what that player has in them. You have to look at it. Jalen Hurts went to the University of Alabama. Not only did he go there, you got to look at it. In one of the biggest games of his college career, he got pulled for Tua. That following year, he came back. He could have transferred out. No, he came back. Redemption story. Tua got pulled. And Jalen Hurts finished the game. Then he went over to Oklahoma and balled out. So, like, Jalen Hurts has been met with adversity. Desmond Riddle, I don't know. 
And I'm not trying to downplay Desmond Rowe, but you got to look at it. Some people is just not built like other people. And it's okay because, you know, everybody's not going to get to the same destination at the same time. And along the way, people are going to get lost. I do feel like Desmond Riddle is one of those people that's going to get lost. Even though he made it to the NFL, but we're talking about longevity now. I don't see it. We got Panthers versus Lions. I got the Lions going over the Panthers. Uh, Titans versus Colts. Uh, give me Derrick Henry running running that ball down that Colts defense. Uh, Saints versus Patriots. I got the Saints. Ravens versus Steelers. I'm going with the Ravens. Bengals versus Cardinals. Going with the Bengals. I'm going with the Bengals. Uh, is that simple? Jets versus Broncos. If a part of me is like, yeah, I'm want to go with the Broncos, but then a part of me is like, yeah, but the Broncos defense is not. I don't know what's wrong with the Broncos defense. I really don't. And with that being said, I do think the Jets has a better defense than the Broncos. So I'm going to go with the Jets. Going to go with the Jets. Even though I might change my mind later on. But as of right now, as it stands, I'm going with the Jets. Uh, Chiefs versus Vikings. Um, Going to go with the Chiefs on this one. Um, Vikings, they have been struggling recently now. You know, but yeah, I I have to go with the Chiefs on that one. Uh, Cowboys versus the 49ers. I do think this should have been, well, it's arguably can be the game of the week. Is on Sunday night. Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers. I'm going to go with the 49ers on this one. As much as I don't want to, you know, because I don't like the 49ers. Hence, I'm a Seahawks fan, but I also don't like the Cowboys because the Cowboys are going to do what the Cowboys do best. Hopefully, it'll be an interesting game versus a blowout because we do know Dallas do like to lay their little goose eggs. They just did it two weeks ago against Arizona. Just saying. But I do think this game will be a measuring stick for Dallas to see if they're for real or they're just for play play. My opinion on that one. Then Monday night, I hate this, but at the same time, I get why it's being played like this. You got Devontae Adams going against his former team. Let's have this in prime time. No. You could have, out of all the games that's being played on Sunday, you could have had, hmm. If I had to pick a game to replace that one, that would be kind of hard because I, I don't really. Hmm. I guess Monday Night Football should have been the Jazz versus Bills. Could have been that one. I. The Raiders, they're struggling. 
Packers, uh, they're not saying they're struggling, but I'm not saying that they're dominant. It's like, eh. But, you know, that's just me. I would, and recently I've been having, I think it's been, what, the last two, three weeks now. It's like, eh, why is this team getting so cringy? Why is this team getting Monday night plays or uh, the Sunday night slot or the Thursday night slot? Ugh, ugh, ugh. But um, there's four teams on the bye week. You got the Browns, Chargers, Seahawks, and Buccaneers. For this bye week, um, man, y'all continue to see, stay blessed. Those people that has got past breast cancer and that is still, or that is still fighting breast cancer, I salute y'all. Continue to see y'all fight. Also, you know, if you're one of those people that's like, hey, I want to donate, donate to a breast cancer uh, organization. I mean, it is October. Don't be a slouch. Other than that, man, continue to wear your crowns, ladies and gents, and I'm out.